0: to Just One More with Joanna and Daphne, a fitness and nutrition podcast for normal people who want to be more awesome. If you have trouble deciding between Just One More Cupcake and Just One More Kettlebell Swing, this is the podcast for you. I'm Joanna Shaw-Flam. I'm an actor, a comedian, and a normal person.
1: And I'm Daphne Yang.
0: I'm a certified personal trainer, certified nutrition counselor, and the creator of Hit
1: It, New York's ultimate high-intensity interval training workout.
0: Before we begin, remember to talk to your doctor or medical practitioner before starting any workout or nutrition plan. If you like the show, uh, why don't you go ahead and rate us on Apple Podcasts. The more ratings we have, the more people can find us. Um, And we also wanna know what you like about the show and what you're looking for from the show so that we can do more of it. So go on over to Apple Podcasts um, and give us a little five-star review. We really appreciate it. And thanks to everyone who's already done it, it really makes a big difference. Um, So uh, today we're gonna talk about ankles and sprains who out there has not sprained an ankle? I feel like everyone has sprained an ankle. It's I know. I like, feel like so many people right now are like, raising their hands in the air. <laughs> and everyone watching them is like, why are you, you have your headphones in and you're raising your hand? Uh, <laughs> but um, we've never talked about ankle sprains uh, or just ankles in general on the show. Um, so uh, what is your ankle? That seems like a weird well, question. But.
1: I know. And it's such a great question. Uh, I... I love talking about ankle sprains because I do feel like um, it is one of the most common parts of your body to sprain. Uh, the two most common parts of your body to sprain are your wrists and your ankles. And if you think about it, there's they're kind of, um, kind of like vulnerable areas of your body that get used a ton, uh, hence why it's possible to sprain them. And once again, a little brush up, a sprain is when there is a tearing or overstretching or um, severing of or inflammation of a ligament, not a tendon. A ligament is that little connective um, tissue that connects bone to bone. Once again, ligaments connect bone to bone, and tendons connect bone to muscle. So we are specifically talking about ankle sprains today. What happens when you hurt the ligaments in your ankle? Okay, so what is the ankle? The ankle is a large joint that's made up of three bones. So it's made up of your shin bone, aka the tibia. So if you all like touch your shin, you can. Uh, that's that's your tibia right there. You can feel it. And then the thinner bone running next to the shin bone is called your fibula. And then there's your foot bone. And this is the bone that sits above your heel bone. And this is the talus. So the ankle is made up of those three bones. So the tibia. Go ahead and mm -hmm. say them again. I was going to say just uh, the, the tibia, the shin, the fibula, the side of the shin, and the talus, the muscle on the
0: outside of your heel bone. I feel like I've never heard the word
1: talus before. I know yeah, everyone talks about fibula and tibia all the time, but it's very rare that the talus gets some TLC, but we're going to give it some TLC today. It <laughs> got its first shout out on our show. So, yeah, and and the tibia, which is the uh, the, the tibia, which is the shin bone, that bone it, it's a major bone of your lower leg and it bears the majority of your body's weight. So at the ankle, the inside bump of the tibia, it forms what's called the medial malleolus. And the the fibula is the smaller of the two bones in the lower leg. And then the lower end of the fibula forms the lateral malleolus. So those are like the bumps. And then in the ankle joint, the talus kind of moves and articulates with the tibia. And the talus is involved in a whole bunch of movements in the foot. Once again, ligaments in the ankle provide the connection between these three bones.
0: So that's the anatomy. So why are ankles so vulnerable?
1: Well, the ankle is vulnerable because it allows for the up and down movement of the foot. The joint sits... um, It allows for up and down movement and also allows for a side to side movement. And because we are using our ankles in complete like day-to-day life and because it is a smaller joint, that's why it is, that's why it gets sprained very easily. Um, And another thing too is in an ankle sprain, it's usually when there's an, the pain is normally on the outside of the ankle. Oftentimes it's on the outside of the ankle and like, so kind of like the lateral side of the ankle. And it's very common to misstep and the whole foot or the whole ankle is going to roll a certain way. So that's why it's, that's why it's like very commonly, commonly, um, aggravated because when we are doing also in addition to sports where we are running or twisting or turning the ankles are just used in day-to-day life and that's why they get sprained yeah it frequently
0: seems like we're using them a lot so that just makes it more likely for us to hurt them and also um those like joint areas are vulnerable just like uh
1: Shoulder joints, wrists,
0: yeah. But just like at any construction, the place that's most vulnerable is where things are joined together because it's Mm -hmm. not solid, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. So um, some examples are the shoulder joint and the joint is just where a whole bunch of bones connect by ligaments and it gives you mobility and range of motion and movement. So think about shoulder joints, elbow joints, wrist joints, hip joints, knee joints, um, and then now the ankle. So yeah, so a sprained ankle is just damage to any or one of the ligaments in the ankle, usually from an accidental twist or turn of the foot. Um, and then there's also something called a high ankle sprain. And then this is when the ligament joining the two bones of the lower leg or the tibia, tibia and fibula, are. that's when that's injured. So a high ankle sprain is generally, once again, a little bit higher, but it takes longer to heal. An ankle fracture is actually a break in any of those three bones in the ankle. So um, it's if a bone, aka once again, the tibia, fibula, and talus, if one of those gets fractured um, or broken because of something, because of a fall. um, And then it's not too common, but sometimes arthritis can affect the ankle. Although I feel like people with arthritis generally feel that in other parts of their body first. And then There's rheumatoid arthritis, which is an autoimmune form of arthritis when the body attacks its own joint tissue, causing inflammation, pain, and swelling. And so, any joints can be affected by rheumatoid arthritis. So, of course, that just puts the ankle in that um, in that world. And um, and then there are other things that affect the ankles, which we won't get too deep into. But things like gout, which is another form of arthritis, when when crystals deposit into joints causing pain and swelling and then psoriatic arthritis, which is, um, associated with like a skin condition and joints oftentimes get affected by that. So there are so many types of arthritis, which is essentially just inflammation of the ligament. But today we are mainly going to be focusing on ankle sprains and how to prevent them how to keep your ankles super healthy, and how to treat your ankle
0: when you do accidentally hurt it. So one thing I wanted to ask, you were talking about like different types of sprains earlier, and is that why some ankle sprains are the kind of thing where you just sort of like walk it off and don't feel it, and some ankle sprains put you out for like days or weeks? I feel like people Mm -hmm. use the term ankle sprain to describe like vastly different sets of consequences. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) I know. Um, Oftentimes,
1: so someone can sprain. There are also grades of sprains as well. So some, some sprains are a little bit more severe than others. And in terms of how long it takes an ankle to heal, it's just totally dependent on the severity of the sprain. And when it comes to ankle sprains... It it is interesting because for the most part, when an ankle is sprained, the ligament has been, well, I think the common misconception is an ankle sprain has to happen like in an instant, like in a specific moment. Like Like, I stepped in a hole. Yeah. Yeah. Like I stepped in, I stepped in a hole and landed on like the side of like my foot. If you guys kind of imagine like your foot rolling Uh, outwards. I think that's the best way to describe it. So like you, like if everyone were to like place their hand on their ankle right now, like you feel that knob on the outside of your ankle. Yes. Okay. So there's that knob there. So a lot of times ankle sprains happen when you roll your foot and you land on the lateral side of your foot. So if you touch like the side of your foot, like that side. Uh, However, that being said, you can also sprain your ankle with with chronic repetitive movements as well, because a sprain is classified as um, damage to the ligament. You can totally damage the ligament by running too many miles uh, incorrectly, where your tend- or, sorry, where your ligaments are um, being aggravated or inflamed, and that can absolutely lead to an ankle sprain. And so that is sometimes though a different feeling and less severe than say if someone were to trip and fall or someone were to step in a pothole and land on the side of their leg, or sorry, on the side of their foot, which is, which is the most common ankle sprain and it's just called the lateral ankle ankle sprain.
0: So it might feel really different depending on like if. Uh if the injury to the ligament was done like all at once or sort of like slowly over time, like you were saying, repetitive injury. And it also probably just matters like how aggravated does the ligament get? If it's super aggravated, that's when you're going to end up with like the giant purple bruising and like, you know, maybe ending up on crutches. Whereas like if it's just a little bit aggravated, it probably is going to heal a lot faster.
1: Yeah, definitely. So generally, if a sprain happens and you do, say, fall and um, and it hurts, like, really bad and it does, like, blow up to black and blue, um, even if it's not to that degree of severity, there is, it should still be identified whether or not it is an ankle fracture versus an ankle sprain. So I do recommend getting it checked out so that someone can perform an x-ray of the ankle.
0: Yeah, so uh, yeah. that's a good question is how do you know if you sprained it versus if you broke it? Is there a way mm-hmm. to tell on your own?
1: Yeah, in terms of ways to tell on your own, the pain so in my experience, <laughs> in my experience, even a sprain, it can get like black and blue and like blow up. So that's why I always say leave it to an X-ray. Always like leave it to an X-ray. If it blows up. Yeah, yeah, an expert and an X-ray. Swelling and discoloration are always the two main things you're looking for when you've hurt yourself. If you, if, if discoloration and swelling do occur, and if the pain is so bad that you are unable to bear weight on the foot, then 1,000 percent go get an X-ray done. And oftentimes, too, an MRI will be done to see the degree of the sprain as well, because an x-ray will not show a sprain. It will only show a fracture.
0: Right. An x-ray can be used to tell, like, did you or did you not break a bone, but an MRI can see, like, the tissues and stuff?
1: Correct. Yeah. An MRI can take a look at the ligaments, and an MRI can, you can see the... Um, the, just essentially the, once again, the ligaments connect the bone to the bone. So the MRI will show, will show that.
0: It seems like, um, doctors, like probably in most cases, if you've sprained your ankle and you go to the doctor, they're probably not going to refer you to an MRI. Just be, it seems to me like that's kind of a lot of, uh, intervention and mostly, it seems to me likely, and you can tell me if this is wrong. It seems likely that they would say basically like stay off it for a little bit and see how it goes
1: yeah
0: <laughs> before they send you to the MRI
1: yeah that's the ha- that I and I think that's just a, a great uh, a great way to just kind of sum up the um, uh, just how like insurance works they will always just because MRIs are one of the more expensive things to do from a health perspective healthcare perspective standpoint um, generally that's the last thing to happen but that's okay in all honesty, when it comes to getting an MRI an ankle sprain should heal on its own when treated properly between six to eight weeks. And this can vary once again, depending on the severity of it. And then if you do have a fracture, you'll probably be put in a boot um, and you might be on crutches. And if you have an ankle sprain and you really don't want to bear weight on it, your doctor might also recommend you to stay off of it and then use crutches for a while. Um, but the thing is, an MRI, unless it's like a very, very severe and a very, very painful situation, um, an MRI is not necessarily necessary. If that makes sense, right? Because you will treat it the same way regardless. So yeah, well, yeah. Like it, the X-ray should tell whether or not it's a strain. Oh, sorry, a sprain or a fracture. Then when you know it's not a fracture, then you treat the sprain the exact same way. And then I can go into like what you do when you yeah. treat an ankle sprain.
0: Let's talk about what you do, because I, this is probably going to be the case. Like if it's super painful and you are thinking it might be a fracture, you should go to the doctor. If it's somewhat less painful um, and you're pretty sure it's not a fracture, um and you just, but you still need to know what to do to, to get yourself on the path to healing. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you do once you've sprained your ankle?
1: Yeah. So when you've sprained your ankle or when you have felt like you are having ligament issues in your ankle, or if you feel soreness, tenderness, pain in your ankles, um, You know that show, The First 48? (laughs) It's like a detective show. It's like if someone goes missing, like the first 48 hours are like the the most important. Yeah. Um, So it's the same thing for an ankle sprain. Not to compare the severity of like a missing person (laughs) versus an ankle sprain. But (laughs) that being said, uh, the first 48 hours are actually the most critical. So... um, (laughs) And I really don't mean to like <laughs> compare Minimize this but missing people. But yeah, I'm not minimizing missing people. Um but this is pretty severe as well. <laughs> so this is also very important. Uh ankle sprains. Within the first 48 hours, you must, must, must follow a certain protocol to guarantee that you set yourself up for a successful recovery because oftentimes if you do things incorrectly, the first 48 hours when you've first damaged a ligament, you can continue damaging it and you can continue aggravating it. And then worst case scenario is you damage something so bad that it becomes something chronic, which unfortunately is like a little bit more common. Then I'd like to admit.
0: Yeah, people like, do say, I've heard yeah. people say, like, once you've sprained your ankle, you're more likely to sprain it again. But yeah. probably what that is, is just you never really healed, right?
1: Yes, uh, exactly. Yeah, you totally just hit the nail on the head. And, and you and I feel like that you, I, I encounter a lot of people who say the same thing all over again. I just have weak ankles. I have weak ankles. Oh, like, my ankles are so weak. Or, um, well, it's not that you have weak ankles, It could be a few factors. It could be the ligaments are still slightly damaged because of a previous sprain, but you can have weak muscles surrounding your ankles. That's what, that's what the verbiage should be. So what are we Um, doing in those first
0: 48 hours? Okay.
1: So in the first 48 hours, so rest, ice, compression, elevation, and get off your foot. (laughs) Rice time. Time for rice. Yeah, totally. So within the first 48 hours, you need to get off the foot. You just need to get off the foot. Um, I remember working with a sports med doctor once, and we were going over sprains and ligaments. And the best way to know you've sprained your ankle is, well, when you fell or when you landed on your ankle, did you gasp? If you gasped and if you took in a very quick, panicked, like, intake of air, then, yes, it sprained. Adrenaline is a very powerful thing. Oftentimes, this is in my experience, someone will fall, they'll land funny, and then they'll be like, oh my God, what just happened? And then they'll get up and they'll start walking around. They'll be like, it feels okay. It feels okay. I can bear weight on it. Okay, I'm walking around just fine. I'm walking. I'm walking. Okay, I'm just going to keep going. Don't keep going. And so you're like out on a run. Get home. Like just find a way to get home. (laughs) Hop in a cab. um, See if you can call, like if you have your phone on you call someone. This would be a Um, good reason
0: to keep your phone on you when you go. Yeah, I know. Which is so
1: funny because I never, I never run with my phone. But then again, I know, but I have ankles of steel. So, (laughs) 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 so, and when I say steel, I mean like, I mean, like Like, I'm a robot
0: and this is how you're all finding out.
1: Yeah. And when I say, yeah, ankles of steel, I just mean I do a lot of ankle work, which I'm going to share with you, um, the things that I like to do to keep my ankles really strong or to keep my, the muscles in my ankles really strong. So the first 48 hours, you need to get off of your ankle and stop bearing weight on it almost immediately. So, uh, meaning cancel all plans the rest of the day, call out from work. Finish. get get out of the gym. If you're in the gym, like if you're on a run, get someone to pick you up or hop in a cab home. Um, because the last thing you want to do is once again, like I said, you don't want to continue bearing weight on it because you will further damage it. Like, I'm just going to affirm this right now. You will further damage it if you don't get off of your ankle right away. So, and no one wants to have chronic ankle pain. Like ideally in eight weeks, we want this to be over and done with, and not something that bears on your soul for like the next 20 years of your life. <laughs> so totally.
0: So we're going
1: to get Yeah. I chuckle as if that's like a fun thing. That's like the worst thing ever. And we, <laughs> and we like, don't want that to be the case. Um, so you get off of it and then you need to go through rest, ice, compression, elevation, um, so once again, you know it's sprained if there is pain, sudden sharp pain that forces you to immediately stop moving or take weight off of the ankle, pain that's located on the spot of the injured ligament. For example, the majority of the time it's on the outside outside of your ankle, swelling or bruising at the site of the sprain, limited or no ability to move the ankle a certain way or stand on it. So there are so many things that will indicate to you that you do indeed have a sprained ankle. And, um, yeah, and sometimes it's, there's a popping sense, sound, or sensation, and that happens when a ligament is stretched or torn. And, uh, that's also, I just never wish that upon anyone. No, it sounds terrible. (laughs) So, yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. And, um, yeah, so those are all the things, like popping, bruising, swelling, localized pain, um, sharp shooting, uh, like, those are all ways that you know that, and especially if you can't bear weight on it. And then that's the beauty of it. If you can't bear weight on it, you can't walk home. So, <laughs> right. so call, call a cab.
0: And uh, then so yeah. So we rest, rest it, ice it.
1: compression, elevation. So the protocol for this and for any sprain is to cancel all your plants. Tell your friends you're not meeting up with them for happy hour. Oh, another, oh my gosh, people, this, Joanna, I see this more often than running injuries. Um, girls in heels
0: you fall off your heels it's yeah, totally a yeah thing. yeah oh my god it's like this is just one Oh my more god way this is
1: so funny like the patriarchy
0: yeah. is out to get us
1: <laughs> i know and actually i love wearing heels i just i just don't do it very often but it's because i don't get the opportunity to yeah but that being said you don't said, want to like, fall off
0: your shoes yeah
1: yeah but i do have a recommendation for that when you are wearing heels just like suck in your like kegel and it's amazing how like all of a sudden you're like walking fine. (laughs) But anywho, that's a completely separate episode. So (laughs) stay tuned Um, for our walking and heels episode. Walking in heels episode. Um ice compression elevation. You need to throw an ice pack on. So this is what I personally do anytime I feel any type of like pain in my body. Um so put like a sock on like a sock that goes up to your like ankle or knee because you don't want the ice pack on your bare skin. Put on a sock wear leggings, you look like a cat, put on your little leggings with some stirrups on them, just cover your skin. And then throw an ice pack around the sprain part and then wrap the crap out of it with um, an ace bandage.
0: Wrap the It crab. should be,
1: yeah, <laughs> it should be tight, but it shouldn't be so tight that it causes num- numbness or tingling. And, and do that 20 minutes on, 15 minutes off, 20 minutes on, 15, 20 minutes off. Do that pretty much as long as you can. So then um, do that and then also keep your ankle elevated. And when it comes to this protocol, I, I just, I really, really believe in it. And it's not even like It's not even like a, this is not just like a psychosomatic thing like, oh yeah, everyone knows rice, but is it really going to help? Yes, it's really going to help. I'm going to affirm it is really, really, really going to help. And it absolutely will speed up the process of healing and we all want that. Um, And another thing too, is you can totally take like pain meds if you need, you can take some like acetaminophen or ibuprofen and if that just helps, like make it a little bit more bearable, fine. You know, like that's totally fine. Like when I had my knee surgery, I, I had to, I did, yeah. I for sure took medication. Of course. So this is when you go to the ER. Um, so say someone wow. uh, sprains their ankle and you like see some like deformity in their foot. Yeah. Get them to a hospital. <laughs> like if you see like a bone or like just something Gross. doesn't look right, yes, get them to a hospital. Or if it swells like so bad or the pain is so, so, so bad that um, the person's like having a panic attack, yeah, get them to a hospital. Yeah,
0: just Just, just get them to a hospital, it yeah. Seems like when in doubt, go to the doctor.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, definitely. And, and when it comes to ankle sprains, then after two to three days, a, a mild sprain is going to be it's going to get so much better in like two to three days, like just give it like those first two to three days of just like staying off of it and a moderate or severe sprain is going to require you to keep these up longer. So like six to eight weeks, but that depends on how well you stay off of it and how good you are about your treatment. So those are the things you do when you do, when you do have an ankle sprain.
0: Well, we've talked about lots of terrible things that you can experience. So let's talk about how you prevent it. Uh, How do we get ankles of steel like you have?
1: Ankles of steel. Okay, so the first thing, single leg balancing exercises. I repeat in big, bold letters, single leg balancing exercises. Um, It's so basic as standing on one leg and balancing and then maybe doing, like, another exercise while you're doing that. So, like, if you're doing a bicep curl or a shoulder press and say you just want to work on some ankle stability all at the same time, stand on a BOSU ball, which is that half blue dome ball that you might see in some gyms. Stand on it, balance, do the exercise. So you might see a blue foam pad at a gym. Stand on that, do that. Stand barefoot on one leg on the ground and do that. Stand in your sneakers on the ground on one leg and do your bicep curls. Just practice single leg exercises.
0: Why does that help?
1: So single leg balancing exercises are going to work on stabilizing all the muscles in your, uh, all the muscles in your foot and all the muscles surrounding your ankles. So the stronger those muscles are, and also the more coordinated we are, the less likely we are to, the less likely we are to um, sprain our ankles. So another thing to do is ankle circles. This increases mobility and range of motion in your ankles. So the best thing to do is just if you're seated right now, this is something you can all do.
0: I know. I was going to say everyone listening is already circling their ankles around.
1: (laughs) Totally. Yeah. It feels so good. It increases mobility and it helps keep the ankles um, healthy and lubricated. So you can even just cross one ankle onto your knee and just keep working that. Sitting in the same position of just sitting in a chair and then crossing the ankle over your knee. You can also write the alphabet with your ankle. Another thing to do, this one works miracles, calf raises. Calf raises. So calf raises are when you either just stand on the ground or stand on the edge of a stair and you lift your heels up into the air and then you lower them back down. And then you lift your heels back up in the air and then you lower them back down. And what this does is this strengthens your feet and this strengthens your calf muscles. So we do these moves because the stronger your feet, your calves, your Achilles tendons, the stronger they are, the less likely you are to do um, the less likely you are to sprain your ankle. Another thing too, when you're doing exercises, do lateral movement perform lateral exercises. So that means side to
0: side, right? Talking
1: side lunges, curtsy lunges, things that move you side to side. A good thing I like to do is I have my clients standing on one leg, hopping from side to side, and then try that with your eyes closed. The majority that sounds of the like time, a one-way
0: ticket to me spraining my ankle. I know. <laughs> and the interesting
1: thing is, is actually the thing that c- prevents sprains the most. So what this does is it, it, um, it. it your body it uses its own ability to sense kind of where you are in space. And this is called proprioception. And essentially the more coordinated you are, the less likely you are, or the more aware you are of your space. And the, the more coordinated you are to move laterally, the less likely you are to spring your ankles. Another thing too, strengthen your core. The ankles are so small. We really should be using our core and our butt and our glutes when we are doing movements. So yes, still strengthen your feet. Yes, still strengthen your calves, but you need to do core exercises. So, and this goes back to what I had said when, and girls who are wearing heels, try this the next time you are wearing your heels or wedges. I was totally doing this on Friday. Um, If you are walking and you feel like your feet and your ankles or like, you're just your legs are getting tired. See what happens when you kind of like suck in your belly a little bit and like hold a bit of a Kegel which is the muscle you would squeeze if you were to, like, need to hold in your pee. And it's like magic. And then all of a sudden you feel like you're actually walking much better. So do that all the time when you are walking, when you are working out. Just hold your Kegel. And it's amazing how this lifts you out from being so dependent on your feet and ankles for movement. Um, So also improving your flexibility. So making sure that the range of motion and flexibility are good in the joints. So pointing and flexing your feet up and down, doing those um, ankle rolls, uh, circles, and then also doing the alphabet with your ankles. That's really good. Also, progression of activities. If you have never hiked a day in your life and then you decide to go on a 10-mile hike, I mean use common sense. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you're not necessarily like the most coordinated person and you decide to go for a trail run as your first run outdoors once again, like use common sense. Progressive activity. get your body used to physical activities. start with a mile running, start with um, a, a shorter hike. Uh, start with <laughs> if you're wearing heels like maybe bring a pair of flip-flops to change into if you're not used to wearing them all the time. And another thing too, in terms of ankle braces and supports, these can help as well. But just like in life, I think it's better to just have, not be dependent on exterior things. They can right. help. Better if to be your, your own ankle. support. Yeah. Better to be, be your own support. So overall, the role of the ankle is to adapt to just a lot of ground interactions essentially and provide your leg the ability to walk and move and ankle sprains are super common. Uh, however, that being said, they are also, and the good thing is like, because they are so common, like people recover from them and people know how to treat them. Um, I recommend when an ankle sprain has happened to also work with a physical therapist in the weeks after your ankle has healed to, to re-strengthen up the muscles in the lower leg and then to also make sure that your body is balanced so that you are not shifting all of your weight onto your uninjured leg because that creates a whole slew of imbalances and also because when you do physical therapy there are lots of ways for a physical therapist to work through the ankle working through scar tissue doing soft tissue work to increase blood flow to that whole area to further promote healing of that entire area
0: well, I'm going to do a little bit of a takeaway here. Uh, so your ankle is the joint that connects basically the bottom of your leg to your foot. And we have three different bones coming together there, uh, held together with ligaments. Um, and uh, we, when we sprain it, what's happening is we're aggravating the ligaments that hold those bones together. Um, mm-hmm. And it happens a lot because we use our ankles a lot. Uh, and also, uh, we're the most vulnerable at the points where things come together. Um, and uh, sprains can have different severities depending on how aggravated those ligaments get. Um, if uh, you can't put weight on it and it gets really swelly and turns weird colors, probably you should go to the doctor and make sure that it's not broken. Um, but either way, you're going to want to do rest ice compression elevation. Um, and uh, it, you want to give it a good long time to heal. Um, and then we're going to do all of our single leg balancing and our lateral exercises to strengthen our ankles so that we don't sprain them, or so that if we did sprain them, we don't sprain them again. And we're going to throw all of our high heels in the garbage. <laughs>
1: <laughs> only, only if you so desire. I, I have I have a few pairs that I'm, I'm going to hang on to. That you're going to hold that, on to? You. Uh, yeah, fine. I know. <laughs> I love, yeah, I love wedges. That's like That's my thing. Or, or, uh, uh, you know, the chunky heel is very in right now. So yeah. I've been doing a lot of like chunky heel things. Embrace so that, chunky heel. Yeah, that was a great, great takeaway. Um,
0: everyone, I hope you have really happy ankles. All I'm saying is Doc Martens look great with formal wear. <laughs> Thanks for listening to just one more with Joanna and Daphne. Our show is hosted by Daphne Yang and me, Joanna shaw We're produced and edited by me, our theme music is by Hannah vs. The Many, who you can hear at hannahvsthemeny.com. We'll be back next week. You can make sure you don't miss an episode by subscribing to Just One More on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, or whatever you use to listen to podcasts. For show notes, for help subscribing, and to become a patron, you can go to our website, justonemorepodcast.com. Let us know what you think. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at justonemorepod, on Facebook at facebook.com slash justonemorepodcast, or you can email us at info at justonemorepodcast.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week.